Hey everyone, welcome to CEO Lifestyle. I'm your host, Nelson Wang. Hey everyone, my name's Nelson. I'm going to be your host today for the CEO Lifestyle podcast. Thanks so much for joining. This is actually my first podcast ever, so I'm really excited to be here and to do this one for you. Now, every time you download my podcast and listen to it, I hope you walk away with at least one of two things. Number one is, I hope you get an inspiring, true story that gets you pumped up and passionate about life. Or number two, I hope I can at least give you a few tips here and there that'll get you back on track and motivated. So you're probably wondering, why would I listen to this Nelson guy about motivation? I mean, who is he? Well, to give you some quick background, I've been through a lot of ups and downs over the last 31 years of my life, and I want to share them with you. Uh, One of them was I've always wanted to write. And so my first book uh, that I wrote actually sold less than 50 copies. And for most people, that's pretty devastating, and they don't get back on track from that. But I ended up writing another book. It took about a year, uh, but I got it done and got over 40,000 Kindle downloads. Um, Another example of where I had to motivate myself, I started two different app companies and it actually took me 14 tries on making iPhone apps to get to four top 100 apps in different categories. And so as you can imagine, there's a lot of ups and downs in that whole process that required a lot of motivation. And then lastly, just to give you one other example here is in my writing career, I started writing on Quora, and one of my first posts, it got a whopping 366 views. But I kept writing, I kept motivating myself, and my 13th Quora post got over 548,000 views. And now on Quora, I've got over 8,000 followers and over 4 million views. So just wanted to give you a quick idea of how uh, I've done some things in the past to give you a sense of how important motivation has been in my life. And I want to share that with each and every one of you as well. So I thought one of the best ways to do that is to actually share with you guys a story. So this story is about one of my closest friends, Jerry. And he actually told me this story over dinner when I was uh, living in Los Angeles. And I'm just going to retell it here. So the day after prom, uh, Jerry woke up and he had these ankles that were really swollen, almost like the size of softballs. And so he thought, you know, gosh, maybe I sprained my ankles. So he went to go see the doctor and the doctor saw the ankles and felt like something was wrong. So he decided to run some tests and they did that. And then he sat Jerry down and he said, Jerry, you've got nephrotic syndrome. And what that means is your kidneys are diseased. And and unless you take oral steroids, you could possibly die from kidney failure. Jerry was 17 at the time. So as you can imagine, you know, his heart is sinking. um, He's feeling terrible. And well, he's got to take the medication, right, to get better. So he immediately begins taking the steroid medication. But the thing is, when you take that kind of medication, he had a lot of side effects that happened to him. So, you know, his face swelled up, he broke out in acne, his body ached, hair grew everywhere, and he said it made him feel like a monster. So Jerry decides one day to stop taking the pills. And, of course, the side effects begin to go away, and Jerry was back to living a normal life. 
And that was for a while. But one day he wakes up and this is after about two weeks of like headaches and dizziness. Uh, He woke up and he opened his eyes and all he could see was darkness. So they rushed him to the emergency room. uh, And what had happened is because he went off his meds, both his kidneys had failed. And so what he needed to survive was a kidney transplant. So the tough part here was he was O positive blood type. And so he needed a donation from someone who was O positive or O negative. And so he went on dialysis for 11 straight months waiting for a donor. And for those of you who aren't familiar with dialysis, imagine getting a tube jammed down a hole in your shoulder so that your blood could be cleaned. That's what he had to go through. And he actually had to do that four times a week, four hours a day. So finally, one day, a friend actually offered to donate and was a match to Jerry. But before he could donate, he actually had to pass a series of tests. So there's three tests. The first test is a genetic marker test. So at least three out of six genetic markers have to match and three matched. The second test was a physical. So he passed that one too. The third test was a psychological test and he failed. So at that point, he couldn't donate his kidney to to Jerry. And the thing is, Jerry, you know, once he found out this news, he never told his mom. And so one day his mom actually got a letter stating that Jerry was back on the donor list. And when she got that letter, she was crying hysterically and asking, you know, why didn't you tell me? And he said, well, it's because I didn't want to break your heart. And as you can imagine, that's really tough for anybody to go through. And so one day his mom actually went to the gym uh, running on the treadmill and suddenly she just begins crying uncontrollably. And a woman walks by, notices her crying and says, you know, hey, are you okay? And she replied, look, you can't help me, just leave me alone. And so the woman walked away. And then the woman came back, surprisingly, And she said, look, something is telling me to come talk to you. So what's wrong? And she said, well, look, if you really want to know, my son is dying and we can't find someone to donate a kidney to him because of his blood type. And the woman asked, what's his blood type? And she said, O positive. And the woman replied, I'm O positive. I'll donate. And so basically what happened here is a random stranger in the gym whom she had never spoken to, just volunteered to donate her kidney to save her son. So what did they do? They went and, uh, so what did they do? They went through the test. The first test was to match three out of six genetic markers. She matched six, a perfect match. The second test was to pass a physical. She passed. The third test was to pass a psychological test. She also passed. But there was only one catch. The doctor didn't want to operate on someone who was 55 or older. So guess how old she was? She was 54, two weeks from being 55. So they do the surgery. Jerry wakes up from the surgery. He says he feels 10 times better. And now because of a stranger's kindness, Jerry's alive. The other part of this story is she was a widow and had never had kids. So now she's part of Jerry's family and she's over there for Thanksgiving and Christmas. 
So when Jerry finished telling me the story, he said, you know, most days when I walk outside and it's sunny, that's enough for me. And I love that message because it reminds us to really appreciate the moment and the now. And the one thing I think about when I think of this story is that, God, life is really fragile and life is really unpredictable sometimes. And sometimes life is really short. So every time I'm blessed with another day where I wake up, I'm going to make the most out of it. And that's why every time I think of this story, I'm motivated and I'm inspired to make a difference. Hopefully you guys enjoyed the story and the podcast. Thanks for listening to my first one. If you guys want more inspiration and motivation, check out my website, CEO Lifestyle. See you soon.